What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. A listener production. Warm, enjoyable, and chock full of nuts. Just like your sneaky mid-morning brownie. And I can't live without it! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, a big opportunity over the weekend, Matt O'Kine, for Hamish and Andy to steal another award nomination out from under us. Uh, If they are nominated for Best New Business at the Melbourne Awards, just like uh, Comedy Republic with uh, the little business that me and Karen Wheatley and Reese Nicholson put together. Oh, congratulations, especially with all the hard work you've put in over the last year and a half. It has not been easy. You guys have persisted, you've pulled through, and uh, fingers crossed you can bring home the gong. That is if uh, those cheeky little rascals, Hamish and Andy, don't try to snatch one from underneath us again, just like they're trying to do in the Australian Podcast Awards Listeners' Choice Award. Yeah, make your voice heard. Vote for Matt Daleks, australiapodcastawards.com.au. Look it up. Um, But... You know, it's not bad being nominated for award for Best New Business when you've been closed 49% of the time you've been open. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Imagine if we got nominated for Best New Podcast and we didn't put out an episode every uh, <laughs> half the time we were meant to. Well, look, it is an exciting day. I wish you all the best. Thank but uh, in today's episode, look, some really interesting conversations. Alex Dyson, you've got uh, a story from an old friend that... Um, that I could very much relate to. Yeah, I posed a bit of a scenario that happened to a friend recently, um, which brought up a lot of memories for you. So a really interesting chat coming up when it comes to, um, I guess, infidelity. But not only infidelity, infidelity at the closest possible uh, location. So uh, that's coming up for you today. I'll tell you you now, I don't don't often talk about it. So uh, this is is just something that you, you know, you as listeners will hear from my point of view. Yeah, it'll be quite interesting. As well as that, uh, Scott Morrison appears to be cheating on petrol-powered cars. He's been enamoured with them in the past, but... So, so, so scandalous. Could be different dun, in the future. It's all coming up dun, today. Dun, Happy dun, Friday dun, to you. This is Matt and Alex. Dun, 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 all day breakfast. Dun, 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 dun. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. So, Matt. Big question. You are, uh, you're on the cryptocurrency. You're going to get on the uh, electric cars. Are you going to go? Uh, <laughs> no, going to go all electric. Saw the Tesla stocks tanked fifty billion dollars <laughs> worth after Elon's tweets. Now I still have a lot of respect for the man. He's going to take us to Mars. Me and my Dogelon warriors. <laughs> now. <laughs> Always great when Matt says something that no one has any idea what he's talking about. So, um, but listen. it's interesting this week because the uh, Australian government p- potentially stung by um, ranking 55 out of 63 nations in the uh, Climate Change Performance Index uh, recently, um, including <laughs> it's like the decathlon of um, striving for a better future. Um, and we came 55th out of 63. Um, and in the climate policy event, or uh, section, we came dead last, the only country to receive Ouch. no score. I'm not sure if we put a foot over the plate um, when yeah, we would fouled forward. every jump. Yeah, that's not close to the podium, is it? We couldn't smell the podium if it was made out of 
Well, Cole. <laughs> um, we probably would. Hey, um, but well, look. I mean, look at look at this is something that's affecting the whole world. Did you see in Canada, Alex Dyson, a Canadian woman in the emergency department, went in with breathing difficulties. Okay, the doctor looks at the lady, does his assessment, immediately understands why it's happening. It's because of the wildfire smokes which have been happening. Yep. Diagnoses the woman with climate change. Whoa. Yep. Okay. That, that, that is the official writing on the chart. She's saying, you know why you can't breathe? Because of climate change. It's got nothing to do with your body. Whoa. This is what happens to the world when these things keep going on. So well, I remember the bushfires in Australia a couple of years ago. A lot of people struggling to breathe. You know, I had to put the mask on before we had to put masks on. That was what was happening there. I know, um, when they were a novelty, I was like, What's, where did everyone get these masks from? But um, look, the, uh, the baby steps continue here to the point where uh, Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, announced that uh, he's taking a policy to the next election when it comes to electric vehicles. Today we are launching our future vehicles, future fuels and the take-up of electric vehicles driven by Australians' choices. So I'm going to be uh, putting a little bit of infrastructure when it comes to um, charging stations and what to make sure the cars can drive around, all right? Not subsidies that some countries have done, but uh, taking a few steps towards, which I think a few journalists try to pull him up on because they seem to recall that at the last election, he was having a little bit of a crack at the opposition's electric vehicles policy, to which he denied. No, I, I didn't ridicule those that technology. That's good technology. But he did, didn't he? <laughs> well, well, yes. I've seen the <laughs> clip, he did. Just play it. This is what he had to say about the capabilities of electric vehicles in 2019, two years ago. And I'll tell you what, it's not going to tow your trailer. It's not going to tow your boat. It's not going to get you out to your fa favourite camping spot with your family. Bill Shorten wants to end the weekend when it comes to his policy on electric vehicles. So he wants to say, see you later to the SUV. <laughs> God bless having the internet, oh, well. video recorders. Yeah. I mean, imagine being a politician back in the day. You could have just said anything. Oh, my God. If you had a scroll and a bell, <laughs> you, were, you were able to do whatever you wanted. Um I'll tell you who's got some good technology, uh, audio producer Link. He's come up with uh, something you can play in the uh, the Tesla mechanics office. You remix, a ScoMo remix. Electric vehicles were part of our policies at the last election. I'll tell you what, we're part. It's not going to tell your trailer. It's not part. It's not going to tell your boat. It's not part of our policy. <laughs> Jim, oh, no. I mean, go online. You can go and find those policies at the last election. Part. Not, Get up. It's not going to, it's not part. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, it's not 0.2%. Not, not, and I'll tell you what, not part vehicles in Australia of our policies at the last election. Can't you just see oh. people in greasy overalls like <laughs> doing a little bit of uh, a little bit of a dance for that one? Good on your lips. Well, are that. there any? Are there, is there any grease on a on a electric vehicle? Do they do they need that sort of stuff? I guess they need the wheels to keep turning. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, but they are turning quite slowly. But um, there it is. Australia going through. The question is, Matt, are you going to be you going to be jumping behind the wheel, pushing the foot down in the electric vehicle? I'm just waiting for drones, man. <laughs> Call me when the drones happen. <laughs> I'm sick of cars are yesteryear. Drones. Oops. So, Matt, chatting to a friend on the phone the other day. Oh, it's a nice pastime, isn't it? Certainly is. It's rare you do that these days. Usually it's all texts. I like doing it on the walk home, just giving people I haven't talked to for a while a call, checking in, seeing how it's going. Unfortunately... It was a not good. And it's a, a uh. not good in a situation 
that was eerily similar to another one that I'd heard of before. So anyway, uh, chatting to my friend from Brizzy, asked how mm. it's all going. I get the, we're not together anymore. Oh, uh-huh. what happens? Mm-hmm. He was cheating on me with our third housemate. Oops. Which is stealing the plot from <laughs> the Stan TV series, The Other Guy, which was stealing the plot from Matt O'Kine's life. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was a shocking story. But I did, you know, I don't know, any advice for my friend because, you know, it's still pretty fresh in theirs. And, Matt, you had a similar situation of a... Oh. Um, I got Little. literally no advice. Housemate infidelity. I mean, you just—it's so funny. You got to trust your instincts, instincts, though. I mean, well, I mm. guess in the in the aftermath, it's difficult. It's difficult to have any advice because you you don't really you know what's happened now. Mm. I mean, the sort of feelings of frustration, um, the deceit, the anger and resentment that you have doesn't yep. ever really leave you. Yeah. You know, like you still you still get frustrated at times because of not even that things were happening, but like there's so much. I've thought about this quite a lot recently. There's there's so much that goes on around the outside the actual event mm. and the dishonesty that I would parallel to emotional abuse, mm. right? Because there's so much people saying, no, it's all in your head. Like when you start thinking, oh, something's not right here and you sort of put into together yeah. pieces, you're like, is something going on and everything? And, and people, are they constantly turning it on you going, no, nah, it's all in your head, it's all in your head. So that when it finally does come out, you think that it's going to be a relief, but then you're like, it is a relief in a sense, but then you're also like, that was really cruel what you guys are doing. Yeah. You know, it's not it's one thing doing what you were doing, but it's the other thing making me feel crazy mm, about it. That's a really interesting and that, thought. That kind of I mean, that's like gaslighting 101. Do you know what I mean? So definitely. Oh, I think when people talk about um cheating and everything like that, there's a there's a real big shame that comes with it. Like you've like you should be embarrassed by people doing this behind your back and didn't you know, couldn't you figure it out and stuff like that? And it's like, no, actually people told me I was crazy yeah. and I kind of believed them. So that's that's like I'm uh, yeah, that's why you end up having like a post traumatic stress disorder not in the most obvious, you know, I've been to war kind of way, mm. but in the oh, oh, I'll stick I, with I've you really, for sure. And cheating's one of the yeah. weird things where the person who is revealing themselves to be the bad person and making the poor decisions and you know going behind people's backs can somehow come out of it feeling a sense of superiority <laughs> due yeah. to the, well, you know, I'm sorry, it was I needed, you know, I needed to do something yeah. else because, well, you should because just of get the over shame it. that someone would feel that they've been treated like that rather than it's because they're not very nice. <laughs> yeah, that they've done It's rather really like, things. oh, if only I was better, maybe they didn't do that. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, uh, look, I, I wish your friend lots of luck. I mean, it takes a long time to kind of get over these things sometimes and a lot of talking about it and being open with your feelings. And, yeah, I certainly wouldn't say that I'm the the best example of how to <laughs> recover from it, you know. There we go. Just an interesting... But, I mean, getting rich helps. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So yeah, that always helps. Passing up my that's best. A, yeah, that stuff feels me <laughs> a fair bit. <laughs> <laughs> Order up! Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, Alex Dyson, it happens on this podcast every now and then. Uh, One of us will forget to press the record button. Occasionally. We'll do a whole break, (laughs) get to the end, think that was great, and then go, (laughs) oh no. Yeah, it's happened a couple of times. Um, the best ones are when it's just us because that's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. And But despite that, we just hit record and go again. The worst ones are when, and you might be listening right now, and you might have been the caller who did this, is when a caller is on, <laughs> we do the whole break, finish, and Tells then go. a great story. It's very funny. I <laughs> know, oh, it didn't record. I have to call just, oh, the tail between the legs. Like, hey, we're going to have to re-record this. I'm I know so you're at sorry. work. So you sorry. You laugh at our jokes again. <laughs> Would you mind saying it again as if you're saying it for the first time? I mean, it, re-recording is a bit of a punishment, but you can you can get a little bit of gold out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Look, today marks a very significant day in Taylor Swift's recording history. Uh, Taylor Swift's Red album is coming out today. It's the second re-recorded album that uh, Taylor Swift has done, and it is part of a countermeasure right, that she's put in place because the ownership of the originals changed hands and suddenly someone else owns all of her music and is going to start profiting from the original album and she doesn't want this agreement. So she's like, you know what, I'm going to just re-record it. Yeah, she had a beef with this guy called Scooter Braun who's like a music manager. He's managed Kanye, like he's quite big, got a lot of money and then purchased Taylor's back catalogue and then tried to stop her performing the songs that he owned in like a medley of her songs she got fed up and said, right, I'm, I'm going to do all the albums. I'm just going to record them all again so you don't have any ownership of these new ones and I'm going to use these new ones going into the future so you can't profit off my back catalogue, Scooter Braun, who, and just, who does sound like he's, you know, the bad guy and the karate kid. Doesn't he sound like the Just the name alone the does sound a bit like that, doesn't it? Um, but Scooter, just to give you a little bit of context, okay, Scooter was Kanye's manager when Kanye dropped Famous. And, of course, Famous has that line um, in it about Kanye and Taylor might still have sex. Uh, There was the controversy around the fact that Kanye recorded phone conversations with Taylor to confirm or, you know, to say that it was okay on her behalf, but then she argues that she didn't really understand the context, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, there's so much, there's so many layers Mm. to this beef, Um, but this is a a triumph for Taylor in this moment here. Yeah, and um, us Swifties, Matt, would you... you Call us Swifties. Hey, I'll tell you what, um, Shake It Off and Bad Blood, the top two pop songs of 2015 and 2016. Whoa. Mark my words. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have a couple of lockdown walks, pumping a little bit of folklore. So um, anyway, (laughs) it's got 30 tracks on it, including a 10-minute version of uh, the song All Too Well which is despite the short film in 2021 um, of the same name, which is going to be released today as well. So um, shout-outs to the rest of you Swifties and um, shout-outs to anyone who's trying to um, stick it to the man. Oh, well, that's it. I mean, we've we've already talked about the legal department oh, here. Yeah. All right. Stopping us because we wanted to 
have people in cars throw stuff out the windows. Ridiculous. Taking selfies while they're driving. I mean, apparently that's not on. So, you know, they're already the fun police. But, I mean, the fact of the matter is, Alex Dyson, ever since we didn't include... Australia's Got Flatulence in our um, submissions for the Australian Podcast Awards moment of the year, you know, our reigning champions, mind you, I became a little bit more interested into, you know, the bigwigs who were controlling the ownership of our content. Well, that's the problem. We, you know, after we found out that they weren't submitting Australia's Got Flatulence, you know, our top 10 listener given farts, we're like, well, we're going to submit them ourselves. We want to go back to back, moment of the year, let's do it. And they said... You know, the big wigs down here at the um, the all-day breakfast lawyer office. Like, boys, you can't do that yourselves. We own the farts. Imagine getting called that. <laughs> and, they, and the worst thing is they said this from their convertibles <laughs> as they drove off, leaving dust all over us. They said, we own the farts, and then they drove off. I couldn't believe it. It was outrageous, but inspired by Taylor Swift. We, we've gone out and we've re-recorded the fart sounds <laughs> so that we now have full ownership of this award-winning audio. So without further ado. Australia's Got, got Flatulence. flatulence. And a very, very happy. Thank Flash God. Free Fridays to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a nightmare to re-record, but I really think it captured the um, the spirit of the original. Don't you think, Matt? That's it. That's it. Audio ownership is the winner of today. So we stand with you, Taylor, and we hope you stand with us. <laughs> when we re-release our next album, Brown. <laughs> Well, we have come to that time on a Friday, Matt O'Kine, where we uh, get to the correspondence we haven't been able to touch on throughout the week. You can always send us a message, matt.and.alex. Pop those knee pads on and slide into the DMs. Who's been doing it this week, Matt? Yeah, look, we get them in all shapes and sizes, sometimes text, sometimes audio format. Uh, So let's kick off with a voice message. Which is great for a podcast. Oh. Well, it works perfectly for us. If you want to leave a voice recording in our DMs, just like Marley Grace did about pronouncing characters' names wrong from books. I did that mispronunciation thing with um, Carlisle from Twilight. I totally thought it was Carsley for so long. Like, I read the whole series as Carsley. Then the movie came out and I realised I had to reread the entire series because I just didn't get it. I was after good. I thought the name Phoebe was Foebe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but look, we, we love getting all of your uh, written messages as well. Uh, Shane Overton said, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Somehow Alex Dyson knows the full name of every student and teacher from primary school and every lyric to every made-up song he ever sung. I was walking <laughs> through the had- park one summer's day when this young little kid came running my way. 
pretty good. What's that one? What's the What's that one from? That was the my Year Five rap about environment. I mean, good for electric vehicles. I should get Scott Morrison to deliver his new EV policy. <laughs> I'm in the form of a <laughs> little beat. Uh, happy to do it. Troy says. Uh, regarding something obvious you recently found out, which was a talkback from quite a while ago. Hey, if you're going back in the Matt and Alex archives, still send us the message. That's totally fine. My best mate, Charlie, who also loves the potty, shout-outs, is 35. He thought fisticuffs was actually spelt and said as fist stick-ups. <laughs> hey, do you know what? That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Fisticuffs. Oh, got, got into a bit of fisticuffs. <laughs> fisticuffs. Yeah, Fist all right. Stick-ups. Carly got in touch, Carly B1. Uh, this is regard to falling in the toilet because my daughter Sophia is a little bit terrified of it. Uh, she's two and a half years old. Carly, though, says, I fell in the toilet when I was a little kid. Mum still laughs about it. So there you go. It's always <laughs> nice to have supportive parents. I hope I hope mum pulled you out before the laughter began at least. Yeah, you don't want that. Hey, uh, Jacob's giving us a call as well. G'day, Jacob. Hey, how are you? So good, Good, man. thanks, Jacob. Now, uh... You got in touch with us on mattandalex.com.au. Yep. Nice. Is oh. that your homepage nowadays? Yeah, I checked it out for the um, the Bomb Squad a little while back and uh, thought I'd get in touch again. Yeah, good stuff, Mate, man. I forgot that we've got, got even got a messaging service there. You hit us up, <laughs> mattandalex.com.au. Damn. All right, thanks, Jacob. I wouldn't be against transferring over so we don't have to say the dots in the name anymore. <laughs> that would be pretty good. This is about with regards to the Buffalo sentence. Yeah, I've heard the Buffalo one before, but um, I've heard of another one as well. What do we got? What 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 grammar beauties have you got for us today, Jacob? Yeah, because the sentence Buffalo, 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 Buffalo is a grammatically correct sentence. So which one's yours, Jacob? Uh, my favourite one is James, while John had had had, had 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 had, had 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 a better effect on the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I've got this written down in front of me so we can (laughs) really nut this out, Jacob. Uh, But would you mind saying it again so I can really pick up the inflections of it? Righto. James, while John had had had, had 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 a better effect on the teacher. (laughs) Okay, okay. so tell me, I'm sort of picking it up, but I don't understand what, when John had had had, what what is that in reference to? Um, So I'm... I think there's a whole Wikipedia article about it, but the way I had it explained to me was two students are writing a sentence about, for instance, somebody who previously had suffered a cold. So John wrote, so-and-so had a cold. James wrote, so-and-so had had a cold. And the teacher preferred James's answer. So James, while John had had had, had 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 had. Had 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 a better effect on the teacher. <laughs> That's a ripper. So tense-wise, James had had a cold is better than James had a cold. James, while John had had had, had 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 had. <laughs> Had 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 a better effect on the teacher. Wow. <laughs> so that's one, two, three, I four, five, it. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven <laughs> hats in a row. You've done it, Jacob. Yeah, I've had to practice that a few times today before. Well, we appreciate you doing it to uh, round off a very big uh, episode and week of all day breakfast. So cheers, mate. And if you can uh, beat eleven hats, you know where to hit us, mattandalex.com.au. Maybe even vet your own sentence. It could be one that's never been seen on the internet before. If you think it makes sense, give it a try. Hey, uh, always keep in touch with us at matt.n.alex or mattnalex.com.au. We will yeah. see you. Apologies for ruining your feces free Friday today. Oh, no. We will try our best to rectify that next week. <laughs> Rectify. <laughs> All right, see you on Monday. Bye-bye.
That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.